Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the book of Genesis. The span of Sarah's life was 127 years. He died in Kirtharbah, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. And Abraham performed the customary morning rites for her. Then he left the side of his dead one and addressed the Hittites. Although I am a resident alien among you, self me from your holdings a piece of property for a burial ground that I may bury my dead wife. After the transaction, Abraham buried his wife Sarah in the cave of the field of Machpelah, facing Mamre, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. Abraham now had reached a ripe old age, and the Lord had blessed him in every way. Abraham said to the senior servant of his household, who had charge of all his possessions, Put your hand under my thigh, and I will make you swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of earth, that you will not procure a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I live, but that you will go to my own land and to my kindred to get a wife for my son Isaac. The servant asked him, What if the woman is unwilling to follow me to this land? Should I then take your son back to the land from which you migrated? Never take my son back there for any reason, Abraham told him. The Lord, the God of heaven, who took me from my father's house in the land of my kin, and who confirmed my oath and the promise he then made to me, I will give this land to your descendants. He will send his messenger before you, and you will obtain a wife for my son there. If the woman is unwilling to follow you, you will be released from this oath, but never take my son back there. A long time later, Isaac went to live in the region of the Negev. One day, toward evening, he went out in the field. And as he looked around, he noticed the camels were approaching. Rebekah, too, was looking about. And when she saw him, she alighted from her camel and asked the servant, Who is the man out there walking through the fields towards us? That is my master, replied the servant. Then she covered herself with her veil. The servant recounted to Isaac all the things he had done. Then Isaac took Rebekah into his tent. He married her, and thus she became his wife. In his love for her, Isaac found solace after the death of his mother, Sarah. The word of the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Who can tell the mighty deeds of the Lord or proclaim all his praises? Blessed are they who observe what is right, who do always what is just. Remember us, O Lord, as you favor people. Visit me with your saving help, that I may see the prosperity of your chosen ones. Rejoice in the joy of your people, and glory with your inheritance. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the customs post. He said to him, Follow me. And he got up and followed him. While he was at table in his house, many tax collectors and sinners came and sat with Jesus and his disciples. The Pharisees saw this and said to his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? He heard this and said, Those who are well do not need a physician, but the sick do. Go and learn the meaning of the words, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners." the gospel of the Lord. Abraham buried his wife Sarah in Hebron, up in the Judean hills, 19 miles south of Jerusalem. 
It's interesting about Sarah. The book of Genesis states Sarah was very beautiful. But in chapter 12, there was a severe famine in the land and Abraham's family journeyed down to Egypt. Right before they arrived, Abraham told Sarah, you are so beautiful. If I tell them you're my wife, they'll kill me. So tell them you're my sister. That will save my life. The Egyptians were indeed very taken with Sarah. And Abraham told them, take my sister, which they did. Sarah entered a harem and became one of Pharaoh's wives. But this brought on ill fortune for Pharaoh. Later, he yelled at Abraham, why didn't you tell me she was your wife? Pharaoh then kicked Abraham and his family out of Egypt. In chapter 20, Abraham pulled the same stunt again. This time with the king of the Philistines. Take her, she's my sister. But before the Philistine king could have his way with Sarah, God came to him in a dream and warned him, do not touch her. She's Abraham's wife. And so the Philistine king yelled at Abraham, what were you thinking? Why would you have me sin in such a manner? Abraham answered that he sensed no fear of God in the Philistines and that they'd kill him if they knew Sarah was his wife. Abraham then tried to justify his cowardly actions by telling the king, besides, she really is my sister. Sarah was Abraham's stepsister. They shared the same father. It's interesting that Sarah had a negative effect on the Egyptians and then the Philistines. Genesis states that after the Sarah episode, the household of the Philistine king became infertile until the king paid Abraham off. Abraham then prayed for the household and it was cured of its infertility. Recall that before Sarah bore Isaac, she was infertile herself. Abraham impregnated Sarah's slave, Hagar, and Hagar threw that fact in Sarah's face. How painful that had to be for Sarah. I suppose the point I'm getting at is that being married to Abraham was no easy thing. Abraham was wealthy, but some sort of strange God kept telling him to pack up his family and travel all over the Middle East. And Sarah not only had to endure this nomadic existence, he had to put up with some rotten request by Abraham, her husband, who, it would appear, should have been looking out for her a bit better. Maybe those of you who are married might feel your spouse could be looking out for you a little better. Well, remember what Abraham told his servants. Don't let him ever go back there. Like Abraham, we are not living in our true home. We are resident aliens, as he said. And there's no going back. Instead, our eyes are fixed forward to our heavenly homeland, promised by the perfect spouse, the perfect bridegroom, who is Jesus Christ. Look up to Christ as he hangs on his wedding bed on a first Friday morning. Listen to him invite you to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Listen to him tell you, follow me. I'll look out for you forever. <laughs> 